I'm Poppy Garraway. I'm the content strategist for nursing at Elsevier. And I'm joined today by Alan Glasper, who's the editor of a textbook of children's and young people's nursing third edition. Alan, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Greetings to any listeners, uh, whoever you are, wherever you are and whenever you are. So, Alan, I'm going to start diving straight away and start asking you questions. So the first one is, why do children's and young people's nurses need a specialised textbook? Children's nurses, like their adult nursing counterparts, cover a wide parameter of illnesses, ranging from the care of children with heart disease right through to the care of children with neurological disease. But it's important to stress that children are not many adults uh, who sleep in smaller beds and eat less food. Uh, In reality, they are anatomically, physiologically and psychologically different from adults. And this textbook, which has been edited by myself and Dr. Jim Richardson and Dr. Duncan Randall, has been designed to encompass all the specialities that children's nurses will need in their career. And it's really important for me to stress that the care of children requires a very, very vast knowledge base, and we hope that this textbook will give readers access to that amount of knowledge. The first chapter of the textbook concentrates on the history of children's nursing. Why is that important? I think it was Plato, Poppy, who once said that if you don't learn the lessons of history, you're doomed to repeat them. And perhaps the most important lesson uh, from the history of children's nursing is that children's nursing is not actually a speciality. It's actually general care at a special age period. Florence Nightingale herself, who was actually not kindly disposed to the care of sick children in hospitals, in her famous Notes on Nursing, published in 1859, she recognises that children, they are affected by the same things as adults, but much more quickly and seriously. Similarly, one of her contemporaries, Catherine Jane Wood, the famous matron from Great Ormond Street Hospital, wrote in a paper published in 1888 that sick children require special nursing and sick children's nurses require special training. It's really important for our readers to understand where they've come from and what their predecessors did. In reality, today's children's nurses are standing on the shoulders of giants and their Victorian contemporaries really paved the way for the development of children's nursing as a profession. The PowerPoint presentation which accompanies the chapter uh, on the history of children's nursing gives some wonderful old Victorian photographs of nurses as they would have been towards the end of the 19th century. And I think our readers will find this a fascinating insight into the development of their own careers. One of the chapters in the book explores child health policy and its implications for children's nurses. In what way does policy impact on the care of children in contemporary society? Well, I think all my contributors to the book and my fellow editors would want to stress that child health policy is a shield behind which children's nurses can protect themselves to ensure that the children they care for get the best possible care. Now, these policies go right back to the 1950s. And one of these policies, 
the so-called Platt Report, uh, features heavily on the Evolve website. And students will be able to actually read some of these policies because we've put them online. Why are policies important? Policy is important because we need to protect children when they are sick and we need to protect them by applying the standards that policies actually give us to protect these children. We cover a wide range of policies in the chapter and uh, it goes all the way from the 1950s right up to the present time. It is important to stress sometimes that policies are the only thing which nurses can use to ensure that they themselves are able to practice safely. For example, one of the policies, which is a Royal College of Nursing policy, looks at safe staffing levels. And particularly uh, during this time of pandemic, it is important to stress that all children's wards need to have the right amount of children's nurses available to provide care at all times. Why is the assessment of the sick child so important? Well, perhaps the most important part of this book is on the assessment of the sick child, because as I mentioned earlier, sick children become ill very, very quickly. And nurses, children's nurses especially, need to have tools at their disposal. And one of the tools I cover in this chapter is the SOAPI tool. SOAPI stands for Subjective and Objective Assessment planning, implementation, and evaluation. Uh, it is a requirement of the government healthcare regulator that all children require a specific care plan which is tailored to their needs. And in this chapter, uh, we cover a variety of tools such as paediatric early warning scores and SBAR, which is Situation Background Assessment Recommendation, this is a technique which provides a framework for communication between members of the healthcare team about a child's condition. It's often used in many children's hospitals now by site practitioners to make sure that all sick children get the required amount of care, particularly when they are acutely ill. I note that there is a chapter on the importance of play when caring for children in hospital. Why is this? Play is probably one of the most important tools that a children's nurse can use to help a child relax. You know, children find hospital very frightening. There are certain aspects of care delivery which in themselves are frightening. Many children are frightened of needles. Uh, they're frightened of hospital equipment. And by using play, children's nurses are able to actually distract a child from an otherwise painful or distressing procedure. Uh, so the chapter on play goes into significant detail about what types of play uh, that can be used, not just in providing distraction, but also to provide activities for the child throughout their stay in hospital. So for example, uh, Manchester Children's Hospital and Brighton Children's Hospital have really, really strong play departments where there are lots of play specialists who can help children's nurses in alleviating some of the concerns that parents have about their children in hospital. In other words, giving them access to play facilities.
I mean, some of these hospitals actually use giggle doctors, what used to be called clown doctors or Theodora Trust clown doctors. In fact, some years ago, I did quite a bit of research on the use of clowns for children in hospital. And these giggle doctors, as they're now called, they can provide lots of interesting activities for sick children in hospital, which they can use to alleviate uh, some of the distressing things that happen to them in hospital. Children's nurses have to care for children across the age continuum. So what happens when they reach adolescence? Adolescence, of course, is the gateway to adulthood. And uh, there is a specific chapter uh, in the book on transition. And transition has become a very important part of children's nursing. Prior to some years ago, some children, when they got to 16, literally just fell off the cliff and they were expected just to join an adult care paradigm. Uh, Famously, uh, we had a situation where a child with a renal condition got to the age of 16 and was then referred to an adult renal specialist. The child, or the young person, I should say, simply didn't turn up their appointment and nobody followed the child up. And later, some months later, the child went into renal failure because nobody had bothered to follow the child up. And the child actually lost the kidney because of that. And it was at that stage that many hospitals began to think more seriously about transition and adolescence. And today we've got some really good programs such as the Ready, Steady, Go program, which ensures that when pediatricians and children's nurses hand over young people to their adult counterparts, that these children and young people are handed over safely and where their care can continue in a way which allows them to reach full adulthood. Why is the care of sick children with disabilities so important? 8% of children in the United Kingdom have a disability. So uh, in real terms, that's more than a million children across the United Kingdom. And as technology has advanced, Uh, we have the ability to save the lives of very, very sick babies. But unfortunately, some of these babies then go on to develop disabilities. These children are unique. They have the same expectations as any other child. And for that reason, all children's nurses need to be aware of what uh, they need to do to offer optimum care for children with disabilities, particularly when they're admitted to hospital. There are a range of policies which we cover in the policy chapter related to uh, the care of children with disabilities. And uh, we want to ensure that these children get the right care at the right time. And what we want to try and do is ensure that whatever uh, service we're offering to children with a disability, that they're safe, they're effective, they're caring, and they're responsive to the individual needs of these children. There are 43 chapters in the book. Why are there so many? To be honest, um, we could have put another 43 chapters in because, as I said earlier, uh, each system uh, of the body, such as the digestive system or the cardiovascular system, can give rise to lots and lots of differing conditions in childhood all of which today's children's nurse has to be able to cover at all times. There are 43 chapters which we hope cover the 
the least the majority of the parameters of illness in children. In this edition, we've got two new chapters, for example. We've got a whole chapter on sexual health of children, and we've got a whole chapter on skin diseases of children. And even within that, skin diseases, for example, there are so many sub-diseases that we could even write a whole textbook on skin conditions of childhood. But at least the 43 chapters will serve as a really good handbook for any student children's nurse who's about to start their training. What is most concerning about health and modern childhood? Well, there are a number of uh, issues, modern childhood. One, of course, is mental health and children with learning disabilities. They've been particularly uh, hard hit with the pandemic. We do cover mental health and learning disabilities within the book, and we hope that the readers of the textbook will get a greater understanding of these conditions. But perhaps the biggest single physical health problem facing society at the moment is uh, childhood obesity. Shockingly, one in three children are leaving primary school already overweight or obese. These children go on to become obese adults who then go on to become morbidly obese adults, and thus they have shortened lives. Children's nurses can play a really big part in tackling childhood obesity. Uh, Children's nurses work in many different fields, both within hospital and in primary care. They should use every opportunity to ensure that children and their parents receive the right information at the right time about the right diet that children should be having. Finally, can you outline what the Evolve website companion to this book offers readers? The companion website, in fact, is going to grow over time. We hope within the next year to expand the Evolve website, but currently the Evolve website will give student readers access to a range of papers and policies uh, which can enhance their own learning and can be used by their academic tutors to actually enlarge their um, tutorials. And uh, we certainly hope that the Evolve website will give the student reader access to information which they might find difficult to find in a library. I've put some of my own published papers on there, uh, which will save them searching through the library and hopefully will help them with their assessments uh, and their ongoing tuition.